you're a DTF couple, right? Right. You you didn't you didn't need the whole building up of a friendship thing. You you wanted to find other sexy people to sleep with. Right. We were very straight to the point. So let's get to it. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well, grow up. So dirty talk, so yeah. sex talk. Yeah, it, it started off as dirty talk. I was actually like very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and you find it a turn on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. My guest today is a 47-year-old paralegal from Los Angeles. She is what is known in the lifestyle as a unicorn. What? Like everyone has the toughest time <laughs> fighting a unicorn. And I found one. Yes. Uh, welcome to the show. I cannot wait to talk to you about how you found this. So you're 47 years old. You're a mom. You've got three sons. You're like otherwise a perfectly what they say normal person, right? Right. Quote, unquote. Correct. So how did you get into the lifestyle? I bump into the lifestyle. I think like many of us do, um, someone introduced me to it. And that was my ex. And that was Chris. We met in a vanilla setting. We dated for about three months before he even shared with me his own experience within the lifestyle. What kind of experience did he have? I, I actually watched this lifestyle uh, report on Dateline or something of that sort that I shared with him. I said, you know, I just I just uh, heard about this Dateline uh, series and it was really funny. You know, this quote was just kind of stood out to me and it stated uh, a couple that plays together stays together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I I just commented that on him. So the next day that we um, went out, he said to me, listen, I really need to talk to you. Have a drink. Sit down. This is going to be probably really hard for you to to take in. And I said, okay, what's going on? Are you gay? Are you bi? What's going on? Are you married? You know, so, I mean, it was just that he was building it up really bad to the point that my mind was just going on and on and thinking the worst. So we get to his place and he says to me, I've been a swinger since I was 20 years old. Oh, his whole life, his whole love life. I said, okay, tell me more. He says, and there is an upcoming party that I'd like to introduce you to. And I said, okay. He says, it's always been my lifestyle. This is why I've never got married. And this is why I don't have any children because this is what I prefer in my life. And I said, okay. Um, so, so far, nothing turns you off about it. Right, right. I've always been very curious. I've, I've mm-hmm. also been very open about my sexuality. I think I've never dated women, but I was always very comfortable to be around them and to uh, just be around the whole sexiness of it. But, you know, not that I'm saying that men are not sexy. Of course, we're all very sexy. But women, we have something so soft and beautiful about you know ourselves that it's always been very welcoming to me. Have you ever had sex with a woman? Yes, I have. Prior to knowing Chris, I, I was married. And within my marriage, I did have threesomes. So it was either another man or uh, another woman. And that was always just a very natural and beautiful thing. But before that, I had no idea about the lifestyle. But as far as you felt at the time, and, and maybe now looking back, it really wasn't lifestyle. It was just 
you and your husband enjoyed threesomes with other people, right? Right, exactly. It was just uh, accepting other people into our circle, you know, and, and just that. But I did not know about all of the, I guess you could say, behind curtain number three and everything that it exposes you to until I met Chris. Okay. So the new boyfriend brings you to a sex party, yeah? Correct. And? I had a great time. (laughs) I really embraced it all. It was just a very natural, open, um, everyone's very, very polite, very cordial. Is this a house party? Yes, this was a house party. So the very first party I went was in Orange County, and a lot of that activity is certainly out there in the the OC, as they say. That's what I'm hearing. There mm -hmm. are a lot of like kinky, freaky people in OC. There certainly is. And so what they did, this particular couple, they they had a timeshare. And so within the timeshare, they would have these events. And this particular couple... Chris already had a relationship with them for many years. And he was at one time and at one point a boyfriend of hers. I mean, they even traveled together. So it was a lot of these people that I've met, I've traveled with them already, but not to go fast forward, but we've established a a great relationship, probably some of the most honest and genuine souls that I've ever met. Chris wanted me to see what I was comfortable with. And what were you comfortable with? Initially, uh, was certainly very comfortable with both of us having sex in front of everyone. And then came the, the couple that he had always played with. And I was fine with it. And I think he was a lot more nervous of how I was going to react. And I, he wasn't really comfortable with the whole setting because he was so concerned about me and which I was just all in. <laughs> Um, You're like, hey, I'm home. That's exactly how I accepted it all. And I certainly found out, you know, very quickly everyone's rules. And a lot of couples certainly, you know, one, they don't want to kiss. They don't want you to do this. They don't want you to do that. And I certainly started learning of what turned me on a lot more after that party. I want to get to what turns you on, but... I want to know what happened at that party. So you're with this couple. Right. And she is absolutely vocal. I mean, we're talking about orgasms, howling. She was just a beautiful woman, right? And I saw my boyfriend pleasing her, and I was just so turned on. Mm -hmm. When I saw the whole interaction of just these... Uh, beautiful bodies just coming together and intertwining and just sharing these moments of orgasms and deep connections. That is when I learned that I was absolutely turned on at the fact to watch my boyfriend please another woman. But did you just watch or what did you do that day? She was not very comfortable with girl and girl play. So I then just started interacting with her husband and as I'm watching both of them interact, he's very uh, muscular. <laughs> so he would just 
do all these gymnastic moves, right? With Whoa. these women. So it was just to watch that whole interaction. It was like Cirque du Soleil in <laughs> total beautiful fuck form, you know? And, um, and just watching them doing that and me just getting pleased by her husband and me either riding him or just sitting on his face or whatever it was interaction. It was just a huge turn on. Let's get to the discovering what turns you on. What turned you on that you didn't know turned you on? It was my significant other pleasing another woman. Mm -hmm. And so we then went full force into it. We've been to all sorts of parties. We were in all sorts of clubs and we, uh, we put up a profile up in SLS and soon discovered that meeting one-on-one in couples was really not that effective. There was a lot of back and forth. And so we truly were a couple that wanted to see results and follow through. You're a DTF couple, right? Right. Like you, you, didn't, you didn't need the whole building up of a friendship thing. You, you wanted to find other sexy people to sleep with. Right. We were very straight to the point. We were always very solid in our relationship. I truly enjoyed him as a my partner. I and the whole we would call it the the whole cherry on top would be that woman. And it was always really women because unfortunately in the lifestyle it's very difficult for you to be compatible with an actual couple. It's, you know, the male or the female or something of that sort that just uh, ah. there's not a good match. You're talking about the four-way connection is very difficult to attain. Correct. So what soon just uh, happened was that it was just, um, we just started seeking out other women. We've gone to all of Southern California clubs where we were known and we would meet other couples there um, either to also play with or we would all set up a date and a time to say, hey, we're going to be here. If you want to show up, we were going, you know, we're here to play. Now, how, how easy was it? to actually just find another woman to play with? Because I'm, I'm hearing that that's not, it's actually not that easy. How did you guys do it? <laughs> I guess you can say it's me. I'm a very inviting person. I certainly allow that individual to come forward with their own open sexiness, you know. I have this, I call it my spidey senses. I have these spidey senses that I can go ahead and I can pick out this beautiful woman, and then I'm talking about inside and out, that just wants to be pleased and wants hmm. to feel special. I would go to that person and say, hi, you know, my name is so-and-so and this is my boyfriend. What are you here for? I would scope out the area and certainly find that person that wants to have a pleasurable time and was able to go ahead and share my boyfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. you're, you're a unicorn magnet is what you are. Yes. And I have uh, certainly become, I was a wingman as they call it. And I, we've traveled and I've gone to a bar and I, if you've ever wanted to have that experience, I can get it out of you. And man, we we would have a great time. So then we're going to fast forward to, uh, you're calling him an ex-boyfriend. So at some point the relationship ends. Did it have anything to do with lifestyle activities? No, it didn't. All right. So Then after you get out of that relationship, did you continue in the lifestyle as a single woman? I did. I became a girlfriend to a few couples 
And that is when it also got very, very interesting. And it was very different for me. I wanted to venture into it as the quote unquote, you know, unicorn, as they say. And I traveled Lena to some really beautiful places, lifestyle places, and had some of the most extraordinary connections. How did you meet these couples as the unicorn? So it was an online uh, platform. And then from there, if they were in town, I would meet them in a public place because, of course, you have to consider safety as a woman. And then this is not only within the life, so it's everywhere, really. And a lot of the couples that I had um, a, a relationship with, they were older couples. How old? We're talking about probably anywhere from 60s to 70s. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That I mean, that's kind of awesome to hear that people in that age range are sexually active and adventurous. Oh, yes, absolutely. And, and not only that, but it wasn't usually it wasn't people from the California area. It was people from all over the world. Usually they would be here for a weekend or a little bit longer than that, you know, for another event or for work or whatever the situation was. But I would always meet the couple. It would never just be the man or the woman. And so if that took off, then I would spend the weekend with them and see how that connection would go. Is there something about uh, older couples that attracted you or or do you find that there are just more older couples who are that open in their marriages? Older couples are a lot more solid in their marriage, in their relationship, and um, a lot more open to it all. So you would be like in your 40s, they would be in there from 60s to 70s. I think a lot of people, probably most of them in the vanilla world hear that and they're like, oh my God, old people having sex. But <laughs> but were they were they sexy or because like even to me, that sounds like, oh my gosh, that's old. Yes, they were sexy. They were fit. There were um, all sorts of um, backgrounds. It wasn't only this this one type. I mean, there's really all sorts of, you know, dynamic older souls everywhere, you know. Mm -hmm. And do you think that maybe perhaps them being in the lifestyle contributes to the fact that, you know, they're not walking around with walkers? (laughs) Correct. Exactly. Very well said. It's true. It's they're still there spunk for it all. Were the women in these relationships bisexual? Yes. That was one of my requirements. Okay. Let's talk about that for a second. Sure. Let's talk about that because I talk to a lot of women who are bisexual who say that there are plenty of women in the lifestyle who claim to be but aren't really bisexual. That's true. We're talking about like, you know, those pillow princesses. <laughs> yes. yes. You've met them, right? Yes, correct. All these terms, I have to say, they're, they're, it, it just makes me laugh. It just kinda, I get kind of giddy about it. Uh, but you've met women like that? Yes, I have. A lot? Yes, there are. Yes. And do you mind? Because there are women who don't mind, like people pleasers, women who, you know, are okay doing all the work for a lack of a better way to put it. But Right. I don't mind because I will go ahead and talk about it. So I am one to certainly make you feel like comfortable about the scenario. A lot of us really at times, oh, I'm not going to do that because it's it's disgusting or it's just, no, it's, it's, it's a time really to explore when we're all together. But what if there are women who just want to be pleased? So it's not just the they're not comfortable with it, but there are just some women who are in it to, just to be pleased. Right. 
Are you okay with that? Absolutely. I'm okay with that. I'm really just okay with it all because I believe that we're all kind of getting something. Mm -hmm. So you don't mind doing all the work? I don't mind doing all the work. No, no, because I'm really not there. But do you enjoy it? Yes. Usually it's because if she's not putting all the work, then I will go ahead and put all the work with her partner. Mm -hmm. Can you maybe describe like the configuration? What are we talking about? I'm assuming that after however many years of experience and however many couples you've been with, that there are a lot of different positions, a lot of different things that you can do. Exactly. Like, what do you really enjoy? I really enjoy when everybody's really into it. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's, um, that's a feeling. Being into it is a feeling. That's I'm true. looking for what are you guys actually doing? What do you enjoy doing? Toys, for example. Mm -hmm. um, do you bring your own? Yes. There is a briefcase. Oh. There is a briefcase. <laughs> there is a briefcase with a strap on. There is a briefcase with all sorts of vibrators. Um, not only the vibrators, but the flogging. I also have nails that are kind of like sensation, you know, it gives you sensation all over. So there is a, a there is a briefcase that certainly that I would, that I would take on a regular. Wow. And depending on how comfortable they are, then I go ahead and expose a briefcase and I bring oh. it out to play. It's like your tools of the trade. Yes, the tools of the trade. Um, one scenario was the Sibian. The Sibian was and has been one of my favorite toys of all time. So it's kind of like a saddle, right? And this saddle has all sorts of attachments on it. Mm. And as you're sitting on it, it just saw your comfort level, of course, of intensity. And as you're sitting on it, um, there's somebody managing it. And it's either going up or down of the vibration. And so at one point, I had my ex right behind me. I'm sitting on it as it's vibrating. I have a woman in front of me um, embracing me and kissing me and sucking on my breast. As I'm having my boyfriend behind me penetrating me, a well, anal sex, let's just say that. You were doing a DP with this machine. That's correct. It's probably one of the best orgasms and toys that you can probably have around. <laughs> a lot of women are really afraid of it. A lot of women are really afraid of it. You know, I, I think we should certainly try it once in a while. But you've got to be kind of comfortable with someone to bring in heavy artillery, right? Yes, correct. Okay. What about the couples that you meet up with? Does the briefcase go with you wherever you go? Yes, it would. Because <laughs> the briefcase would come everywhere. I would okay. have my spare of clothes in, in the car along with the briefcase whenever I would meet my, my friends. Yes. Nice. Girl, you mean business. <laughs> it's been great. I would bring it out. And if I wanted, if everyone was comfortable with, I would certainly put on the strap on and I would penetrate her and also him if he wanted to. Is there anything that's off the table for you? No. <laughs> really? So really. So yeah, you enjoy anal? Open. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I that's do. a that's that's a like that's a big yes. Yeah, that's a big yes. I really enjoy it. It's I believe it's really all a muscle and it's really um it could it it could do a lot. Okay, so the orgasms you have when you do that are different extremely different. You can say it's a two-part orgasm, very intense. 
Group sex, you're okay with? Yes, as well. Have you ever been in a gangbang? No, I haven't. Any interest? Uh, no, no. I kind of, I kind of want the women. Oh, I kind of want all of it. Is there anything that you haven't done yet that you want to do? That's a good question. Like any, any fantasies you haven't fulfilled? Um. Oh my gosh, she's got to think that long. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been, it's been quite a beautiful journey, Lena. Really, I have fulfilled many, and I really, if I could do it again, I would. I believe we should give everything a try once. <laughs> As they say, don't knock it till you try it, mm-hmm. because um, I think it's it's healthy. I, I believe that we should, when we're in these encounters, you know, you should certainly open up for the possibility of and hey if you're not into it, they can just say you know what that didn't work do you have any tips for people looking for a unicorn because you know just about everyone is right like how do you how do you find women like you as majestic as the unicorns are i don't think you find them they find you how do you attract them like what do you find attractive in a couple i find that With them not trying so hard and just being themselves, really, in their own uniqueness, that's the hottest thing for me. You don't need to be this perfect couple that looks like Ken and Barbie at all whatsoever. When you are standing there just being who you are, I find that the sexiest thing ever. And that's when I go out, I I go after you and I will invite you into my circle. And if you'd like to try to get into her circle a little bit sooner, you can look her up on Instagram. She's at Be Still with Natalia. Next time on Consenting Adults, they made a lot of mistakes in the lifestyle. We missed out on friendships. We missed out on play opportunities. We think back now on couples that reached out to us when we were very fearful in the beginning. And we were full on germaphobes. We didn't want, Mm -hmm. you're going to suck his dick and you're going to come and kiss me. Right. Uh, (laughs) No. no. And then my wife, you're going to eat her out. Don't you French kiss me after that. I don't want that in my mouth. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then we think about it now. We're like, that sounds amazing. We would (laughs) have. They share with me their system to sift and sort swingers as the ultimate DTF couple. That's next time on Consenting Adults. (laughs) 